on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% L.A. Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, L.A. Galaxy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Gessman, coming to you on a wonderful Thursday, April 15th, the L.A. Galaxy just a couple of days away from kicking off their 2021 season as we're sitting right now the eve of the launch of the 2021 season for the MLS as well so there is a bunch to get to some crazy things that you're not going to believe but of course you're going to believe because it's Major League Soccer Uh, we're going to talk some impactful players we're going to talk Sebastian Legette Chicharito uh, a little bit of Greg Vanny in there as well so a lot to get to a lot to cover today to help me do that, he's back in the chair that so rightfully he belongs in. Welcome back to the show. He's not on Twitter, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Larry Morgan. Larry, how's it going, buddy? Good, Josh. Thanks for having me on. First thing I'd like to say is for everybody who's expecting Sophie or Erica on this Eric, Eric, on this right. broadcast, I'd like to humbly apologize, but you're going to have to put up with the old man at least for tonight. I, I was going to say, I, one is I don't think people will mind. Um, and two is oh, I like that you changed Eric's name. So from now on, he shall be known as Erica, Eric, the, the, por- the Portuguese Eric, hammer. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it's, it, it's, I, I, you know, I think, I think that's a great development already from this particular podcast, Larry. So thank you. Thank you for, for showing up and imparting that on us. Uh, we appreciate it. Oh, what a way to start the broadcast. I'm telling you, I, I, I'm going to hear, I'm going to hear about it from him. I just know it. I just know it. Yeah, absolutely. And for those of you listening in on our live show, guess what? Larry's coming in your left ear and your left ear only. Um, despite, I think his, I think Larry's, Larry's computer doesn't have a right foot is really what it's coming down to. Um, because no matter what I do and how I try to fix things, it just, it just doesn't work. So, um, and, and Larry, I'd also like you to know that already in the chat room, um, they have already de- they've already decided that your accent is fake as well, just like Sophie's accent was is was fake. So uh, a bunch of fakers on the show. That's what we have. Oh, rubbish! Absolute rubbish! <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say Larry's actually from uh, from Oxford. Uh, yeah, I know a lot of people didn't know that. See, Sophie's from Dallas, Texas. Uh, Larry's from Oxford. Uh, that's how we that's how we keep it going. So anyway, um, if you're listening after the fact, by the way, and you're just listening on our podcast, Larry will sound perfectly fine coming in in both channels of your ear. So uh, lucky you, lucky all those people. So um, no, a, a lot of stuff. Larry, you were talking about it before we got started. I think it was a great observation. And sometimes these things escape me because I have a young child. Uh, work is extremely busy. Lots of things happening going on. But you said 
this week feels like it's gone by really fast. And, and, yeah. and I agree. Yeah, almost, I mean, almost like in the blink of an eye. It's Thursday already, the season opener is Sunday. I mean, wow, I mean, where did, where did the days go? I mean, I know I've been writing a lot and been busy, but still, the days have just flown by this week, which is great because the offseason seems like it's lasted about two centuries. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it's, been, it's been welcome the week going this fast, but still, wow. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's been. I think it's been a lot. It's. It's been a lot for for Greg Vanny. It's been a lot for the uh, for the Galaxy. You can see it. You can see it the way that they're just sort of approaching things. That they are absolutely 100 percent ready to be done um, yeah. with all this. By the way, um, Architecto Verbal. I didn't even tell Larry we were going to do this, but Architecto Verbal. He he came on, um, or, or he allowed us to play a song, and that song is dropping tomorrow. I would like to remind everybody. And as a matter of fact, I do. Yes, Larry. I'm glad you asked. You won't be able to hear it, but yeah, yeah, nonetheless, um, maybe, actually, I think you will be able to hear it. Um, there's a song I want to, I want again, I just want to, I just want to play a little bit of it in the background. Um, this is Riot at the Tailgate. It is dropping tomorrow. He has so graciously allowed us to plug it on this show, and I wanted to hit it one more time before we got started. So as you're getting ready for the game this weekend, you can find this. I will tell you where to find it tomorrow. Whenever it drops, I will point it. I will retweet it. I will put everything in there that I can possibly put in there. Uh, so that way you guys can have this particular song ready to rock and roll. And this is Larry's type of music anyway. Um, he really he really digs this stuff. So anyway, uh, Architecto Verbal, thank you again. Good luck. This is songs dropping. The whole album drops, uh, which I think there's four more songs. The whole album drops uh, the day of the opening uh, home game for the Galaxy on April 25th. So... Uh, I just wanted to sort of again point that out a little bit. So, just 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 a little plug, uh, some some good stuff. And if you saw any of our YouTube videos, being unplugging things, why not? If you saw any of our YouTube videos, uh, we did in our last one that we did, uh, not the Greg Vanny press conference, but some of the stuff we're going to be talking about here in just a little bit. Chicharito and Sebastian Legette. There was some B roll in there, Larry, and we also had some um, some some training video in there, and I put some music to that. That was courtesy of Filthy Phil. Um, and Phil has been nice enough to to allow us to use that music as well. He was really stoked about being able to contribute to the channel. He's gonna. I have a feeling there's gonna be more of his songs on some of the B-roll stuff that the Galaxy are putting out and and that we're we're doing. Yes, sir. You know, I was gonna say when I first heard that song, I think you debuted it what last week. I do believe or two weeks if, ago, maybe. Yeah, two weeks ago. I think uh, when I first heard it, I thought it was an old ska band, The Specials, which was an outstanding band. But it's good. I liked it. it, it it's it, good. It's got a good energy. It's got a good drive. Um, yeah. You know, it's all the things that I think you sort of want in a a, a pump up sort of music. So anyway. Yeah. Lots of stuff to get to. Let's start. Um, let's start a little bit at the beginning. The LA Galaxy going through training this week. Um, let's let's take everybody, you know, inside baseball, behind the scenes. Uh, normally, the press conferences and things that are run by um, are, are run by the team, right? The LA Galaxy puts together all of our media calls. We get on Zoom. Everybody knows each other. It's the same people who are always on there, which is great because we all know sort of what it, what to expect. Uh, we get to ask our questions and then we go away. Um, MLS for whatever reason, has decided that they wanted to take over this lead up this week into things. And so what they've the been, MLS, MLS is back. Yeah. I was going to say, I really hope that the MLS is back was going to like not be back this year. Yeah. I, I, I was yeah. hoping that that particular uh, slogan was going to take a little bit, a little bit of a break. 
Um, but what we've seen instead is is that MLS is trying to take over some of the stuff. So if you've seen all of the press conferences that have been going on, they all have an MLS backdrop on them, which is usually a key as to who is in charge of the of of the press conference. So it's all been MLS backdrops. The players have all been wearing masks, which they're not required to do whenever we have our Zoom calls um, with uh, with just from the team. I think this is more just a PR look, um, a consistency, a message to wear masks, do that hor- so, sort of thing. So MLS has been running all these uh, press conferences, which means a tiny little corner of the galaxy sometimes gets left out of the cold whenever it comes to asking questions to the coaches, uh, to the players, although we did get both questions in today uh, whenever we were talking about... Yeah, I about, was stunned. I, I know. Was you surprised. went first, Larry. You were first. I know. Yeah, I know. Surprise. I know. I didn't I didn't pay him or anything, but man, I, I almost lost my lunch when they called my name. I know. You you and me both. I was like, really, Larry? The first question? I, I mean, I, I didn't say it out loud, but I was yeah. thinking out. Uh, um, but anyway, so they've been running it. The reason that we are telling Telling you that is that some of the stuff that happened in these press conferences or media calls um, are things that are that have not happened before, um, just differences. And by the way, the, some of the most uh, entertaining, interesting press conferences, media calls, um, poignant moments that we've never really had in media calls happened on like the same day, about 15 or 20 minutes separated from each other. Um, and so we're going to try to bring you those things. But uh, let's start with Chicharito first. So Chicharito sat down and, and talked to us for a little bit, Larry, and it's clear that he's tired of answering questions um, about how good he is or, or what he wants to do to come back. Do you think that's fair? Yes, um, and the thing he he stressed to us yesterday is, you know, we're human, we're not robots. Uh, you know, don't expect perfection. Right. Uh, he tended to ramble a little bit, but yeah, he clearly is. He clearly is exhausted from answering the same questions, and much most of that is because from the he spent the Hispanic media, which is will not stop asking these questions. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but he's clearly. Tired of it. He's still cooperative, you know, which is a tribute to him. But he's clearly tired of, of the same old story over and over and over again. Yeah, it, it seems that way. You can tell. Um, he just wants to play games now, and and I think everybody's yeah. at that point. I think Greg Vanny talking today was at that point. Um, you know, I, I would imagine that that Sebastian Legette would also be. Um, at the point where he's ready. He's just not afforded that same just because of the situation he's in. We'll talk about that yeah. in a little bit. By the way, uh, Jacob gave us a $5 uh, super chat. Uh, shout out to Jacob. One excellent, excellent name, my son's name and my middle name. So <laughs> bonus points for that. Uh, Jacob asks us, uh, I, uh, he says, I can only give $5 because I've spent too much money on Galaxy merch this offseason. How, he, w- he wants some help though, Larry, so we need to help him. How can I decide between the tech green, the, the community kit, um, and the Mitchell and Ness, which is that throwback gear that they uh, they released as well. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. For the first game, go community kit. I feel like the Galaxy are gonna wear community kit, so you'll be matching the team. Um, after that, the, the good news for you: 34 games at least um, this year, you will get a chance to wear all that stuff. So I say go community kit to start it off. Um, some people will rank Larry. Some people were ranking that as like the fifth best kit in major league soccer this year. And I'm just one of the, they're, they're putting, they're putting, they have Seattle's, um, you know, uh, what is it there? There with that, with that ra- or lime green or rave green, whatever it is, or no, it's their purple one. And I, oh, the purple. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. 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 Uh, a, no, look like, like a bunch of grapes with legs. No, you know, just, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it's going to look like. 
Um, they'll look like grapes with legs, as Larry says. Um, so, so they have that one. They have Philadelphia's, which is which is a very good kit. I thought it was the second best kit out there by far. Yeah, I think kit. the new, I, I think the new Galaxy kit, which I love. I think it's definitely the uh, no worse than the top two or three. No worse. Yeah, yeah, it's it's top one. It's not close. Um, anyway, yeah. so so that's but go community kit. Let's go back. Go to, community. Yeah, let's go back to Chicharito though, because um, I, I want to play this and. This is a little long. It's about three minutes. Um, I want everybody just to sit tight on it, though, um, just because it's Chicharito sort of um, getting a chance to unload a little bit of baggage. And you could tell there was some real frustration that he wanted to get off his shoulders. You could tell. And and by the way, rightfully, he points at the press and says, some of this is your fault, too. Right. And he's talking sure, about his, sure. his, his mental health. And he's right. He's right. Yeah. And by the way, everybody's saying the Seattle kits are the Jimi Hendrix purple haze ones. Right. Yeah. Come on. No. Um, Excuse me while I kiss the sky. See, exactly. Sorry, sorry. No, that was that was perfect. Sorry. Um, so anyway, so Chicharito was talking about mental health, and um, it's a you can tell it's an important subject for him, Larry. You can tell he wanted to talk about it. So let's get to through his uh, his three minutes, and I, and I know it's normally longer than than what we play, but um, it's important to sort of hear where he's at mentally, and I think it's in a healthy place that he's able to say this and not an unhealthy place. So uh, here's Chicharito from yesterday's MLS media call. Yeah, I think, I think uh, and thank you for bringing this subject that, that I'm very, like, into it, and I believe a lot, but I think it's, it's coming on not, not only for the soccer athletes, it's coming from you guys too, you know, because I think the narrative of, 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 ourselves is, is in times and is in my hands, for example, right? Because I can post something that is very vulnerable. And if you twist it, it cannot have the same impact like, like, like your question right now. So I think uh, what you said, that is, that is a subject that is very difficult to talk, that is difficult. I hope one day we can normalize that, that, that it doesn't matter how much fame you have. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter how much success you have in the superficial way. It doesn't matter nothing about it. You're, you're, you're still a human, right? You are not more or less than any human being in this world. It doesn't matter. So I think that's a world not, not only of of us in a way, I'm speaking us because I don't want to separate it myself from, 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 from the humans all around the world. But I mean like sport athletes and what your job has a lot, of, like you said, a lot of engagement in social media, a lot of, of, of impact in your words, a lot of like kind of responsibility, I think, we shouldn't ask for perfection because perfection doesn't exist. That, that's what makes us incredible, that we are humans and we are not perfect. And each day we can improve, each day we can learn, each day, like you said it, we go through very difficult things every single day. It doesn't matter, Dif difficultness and difficult things never going to stop in your life when you try to reach like, like a flat happy place that, that that's not life it's like, it's like it's like soccer it's like jobs you know you always want to to bring a, an improvement in yourself you know in the emotional way when you're a dad when you uh, are, are with a family when you are with friends when you are with a couple when you are uh, with your boss when you are the boss when you are posting things like life is like that that that's the interesting part of it like you can keep knowing yourself every single moment and sorry that i keep like speaking more than, than another questions but that's that's a subject that I'm trying to do in a way in interviews, in my social media. And my social media is easier because I don't have no one to ask me. But thank you specifically because I don't want to, to, to say that, that you do a better job than the other guys that have been asking me. But I think, I hope, I hope one day we can normalize ourselves that we are humans, right? We are humans. It doesn't matter being here in this position. 
doesn't mean that I have more value than, than, than yourself, guys, or than any other person working here in the stadium or whatever. We're just human. And so we go through a lot of stuff. We're going to keep going through stuff. But the most important thing is like, we can see ourselves as a human that we want to push ourselves doing stuff. We want to do what, it, what we are passionate about it, but we shouldn't ask perfection, you know, for ourselves because we are humans in the end. I'm not a robot. I'm not perfect. No one is going to do it. So that's the funny thing. And that's the, the paradoxical thing in this life. And that's the incredible thing that you always can know yourself and you can improve and you can grow. All right, there we go. A little, uh, little chicharito uh, soliloquy there. Um, so it, it, it's it's super interesting to me just to see him sort of um, to go after that question and attack that question and and be passionate about that question. And again, I think it comes from a good part. He talks about being human. He talks about not being robots. And I think we miss that. And not only did we did we listen to that, and then. I don't think we knew it was really going to set us up for what was going to happen with Sebastian Legette as well. So um, there's there's like a theme in here. There is there is um, some vulnerability both from Chicharito and Sebastian Legette that we saw. Um, we so often Larry talk like soccer players just don't hear us, um, like they don't read what we write, and a lot of them will claim they don't, and mo- maybe some of them don't. Um, but there is a cost and a toll on the mental health side of things for Chicharito specifically and what he was doing, you know, last year versus this year. No question. Um, you know, listening to Chicharito again, I got the, I got the impression that he really relished this opportunity to unload a little bit. Um, you know, sure. Some of the expectations on him have been unfair. Um, but unfortunately, a player of his stature, of his notor- notoriety, this is this comes with the territory. Right. And I think he's grown a little tired of it, although he's not going to ignore it, not going to uh, stay stay away from it. But I think he definitely has grown tired of it. But unfortunately, it's something that's going to that's going to dog him the rest of his career, whether yeah. he likes it or not. Yeah, it, it certainly uh, it, it certainly seems that way. It was just. Um, just, just really, uh, an interesting moment to, to hear him sort of, uh, again, unload a little bit and, and let us yeah. into the room, um, stuff. And, and he has done that before, Larry. I mean, you know, he has, yes. he's had his own blog, you know, the whole deal. I always find it incredible. Although I don't see it. I'm not on social media. Yeah. So. Not you, not you. Um, <laughs> I always find it incredibly, uh, just, just, it seems difficult for him to speak and it's not that it's, it's the second language thing. I think he does fine with, with the second language. Um, but he's always afraid of, of, of somebody perceiving a slight to somebody else. Um, and he's so careful, you know, he got asked a question about what was different from last year to this year. And he's like, well, I don't want to compare because, you know, I don't want to take anything away from Guillermo Barrescoloto because Chicharito has been put in that position before where he has said, well, yeah, you know, this year we feel like we're really composed. And it's like Chicharito says Guillermo Barrescoloto didn't have the team composed last year, you know, and it's like all the twisting. And, you know, I, I would like to think that we're a little bit better in the uh, in the uh, in the United States with twisting some of that stuff from sports stars. But certainly we I've seen people do it and I've seen the the sort of the tactics that happen whenever Chicharito says anything. So imagine whenever you're trying to explain something, Larry, it's like, Larry, your hair looks good. I mean, hey, that doesn't well, mean that. Yeah, that doesn't mean that Bruce Arena's hair doesn't look good, Larry. I just wanted to tell you that, you know, your hair looks good. Bruce's hair is good, too. You know, those are the, yeah. the those are the things. I just, you know, listening to him, not, I think rant is too strong a word, but just as you mentioned earlier, unload, I just wonder how thick his skin is. 
Um, I don't think it's as thick as it could be. Uh, maybe maybe it'll get thicker as time goes on, but I just wonder. I just wonder how well he's handled this stuff. Obviously, this gave him a chance to really kind of try to set the record straight. But I just wonder. I just wonder how how well he puts up with this stuff. I think it really bothers him. Yeah. It seems to. I mean, and I think you saw some of that last year. I think it really got yeah. to him last year. But I mean, you have to. It's usually never one thing. It's usually, you know, a conglomeration of things. It's p- the pile on effect that really sort of gets people. Um, so anyway, it was it was good. Chicharito's positive. I don't want to I don't want to take people away that says like, oh, this is a negative guy out there. Um, I think people should be worried about Chicharito on the field only because we haven't seen the goals go in uh, the preseason. He has scored goals in games that we haven't seen. Um, he's we, just been unlucky watching him preseason. He's been flat out unlucky this preseason. Yeah, it, it, and and it, you you can see that he's making. You know, I think Greg Vandy talked about him. He's making the right runs. He's putting himself in the right positions. The Galaxy aren't yeah. always finding him, but he's yeah. he's convinced. I mean, we're, we're going to talk about this game in Miami. We're going to talk about Chicharito. I'm sure a little bit later too. When we look at Chicharito and say if he can score a goal in Miami and sort of get things rolling right out of the gate, then I think everything is fine. If it goes two, three, yeah. four, five games without him scoring, that's a problem. And yeah. I think that's going to be what we all have to sort of watch with him as a, as it as this comes up against Miami. Yeah, he definitely can't have another season in which he scores two goals. I mean, that is that simply cannot happen that is unacceptable yeah and but and i don't think it's going to happen i think he's going to no. have a pretty good year all right let's shift quickly over to sebastian legette now we uh let's talk about sebastian legette and his investigation by major league soccer uh if you'll remember on monday's show we were able to talk to you about mls says that they were launching an investigation in sebastian legette the video that he put up on instagram um the the quote unquote homophobic slur um that mls says that uh, sebastian legette is guilty of or at least um, is investigating to find out whether he's guilty of. Um, I would like to let you know right now it is Thursday at 8.22 p.m. I'm going to check my phone real quick to make sure that there is no text message from anybody telling me that the league has decided to make a decision so that way I can make this correct right now. As of 8.22 p.m. on Thursday night, uh, what, just three days uh, before the LA Galaxy play on Sunday against Miami, uh, just less than 24 hours before the LA Galaxy depart, Larry, um, yes. f- for Miami, which we'll talk about here in a, in a little bit as well, um, all those things. Major League Soccer has not made a decision about whether or not Sebastian Legette will be able to play in the game on Sunday. And to the best of my knowledge, on 8.23 or 8.22 p.m. still, um, they have not communicated that to the LA Galaxy. In any way, you would you would think you would think and hope MLS will make a decision before the team departs for the airport tomorrow. I mean, I would hate to have Legette board the plane and then some guy walks on his uh, Mr. Legette, would you come with me, please? Yeah, yeah, you're n- you're uh, not you're just, not going to Miami. I mean, it, yeah, very not going well, to Miami. It very well could be that Sebastian Legette gets on a plane tomorrow and then while he's in the air, he finds out that he's suspended and. You know, we've talked a whole bunch about That's this on, on Monday night. And so if you want to really dive into the discussion that Kevin and I got into on Monday night, go do that. Um, well, I don't want to rehash that here. Um, but the the application of, I believe, the punishment that MLS is going to dish out, which I would expect anywhere between one and three games with three being probably pretty likely. Um, is yeah, if, we're, if we're going by league precedents, which we mentioned in our story the other day, 
he'll get suspended three games and find an undisclosed amount of money. By, by the way, for two people who did way worse things, um, whenever you yes. look at the the context and, and the way that sure. you put things into that, um, but in a different time as well. I, I just think that if you're, you're looking, if they go with the three games, they've reset the precedent because what Alan Gordon did, what Colin Clark did, what was it? Mark, Mark Birch. Mark Birch did. Mark Birch, um, yeah. Would now be in the nine game range instead of the right. three game range, just in terms of that. But wanted to let you know that as of the investigation right now, uh, we do not have an answer. I'm sure Friday morning they're going to put it out. That seems what they're going to do. They're going to wait that long. You would hope so, but you never know. <laughs> um, yeah, It wouldn't surprise me if they just wait till the very, very last minute. It, it wouldn't surprise me at all. The, the, here's the problem. And somebody asked me, they're like, well, you know, can you tell us what they're investigating? And I said, no, because Sebastian Legette admitted to it. Um, he put, he, they have the video. They He removed the video. They, he talked to the league already. I mean, unless they're going ar- around interviewing his fourth grade teacher, what more information do they need to be able to adjudicate this? I mean, he immediately fessed up to the fact that he made a bad mistake. Right. And and I he mean, did. We're, I mean, we're not talking about one or two or three days later. He knew it was wrong and he took action immediately. So so that gets us to our MLS media day. We told you. Which some- also which also re- reflects on the power of social media. Nothing is secret. No, as far as the social media. No, but at the same time, I mean, everybody here is everything. Yeah, but at the same time, if you post it on social media, you're not exactly trying to keep it private, are you? If he didn't, if he didn't post that video, Larry, it would have been private. Plus, like he was having fun with the teammate. It wasn't like he was directing this, yeah, this word, this slur to another opponent. No, it was a teammate to a teammate. Yeah, good naturedly. Yeah, it was. And and however that was, I mean, again, I understand why the league might be making the decision that they make. I I don't necessarily agree with a whole bunch of stuff, but certainly the context means something. So we go to the press conference. Let's go behind the scenes a little bit. Whenever I found out that Sebastian Legette was supposed to speak um, at this, and we knew pr- relatively early in the week, I said, well, they're not going to let him talk in this like media day, are they? Because they're investigating him for MLS. I mean, there's a very good chance he's not even going to play. And so why do they want Sebastian Legette there? I mean, from a reporter's perspective, right? You and I, Larry, we look at that and say, there's not a lot of value to talk to a player who's not going to be um, on the field, unless he's going to talk about what happened, why he's under investigation, that type of thing, right? And so I thought for sure that they were going to pull it. I started asking the Galaxy, and I was saying they're not really going to put him. They're like, no, no, uh, they want to want because they don't want to change his schedule. Um, and so then it's sort of like, okay, well then, you know, it was he going to make any questions off, off, uh, off. Uh, what do you say? Uh, out of bounds? Or are we not going to be able to ask him certain questions? And off then, limits. Yeah, yeah, off limits. And the answer was no. Um, in fact, he wanted to come out and he wanted to talk about it. And if we had questions, he wanted to make himself available to us. And the first thing he said was, I want to, I want to take time to talk about this and just apologize, which he did. Yeah. So he had that opening statement. All right. So, uh, again, MLS is running this media. So we're going through this press conference. Sebastian Jet gets, has his opening statement, to be honest with you, squashed a lot of any of the questions that probably would have came about it. Uh, Kevin Baxter asked if he had heard on Wednesday, whether or not there was any update on the investigation. Uh, you won't see that video because MLS squashed that video. Um, and, and so Kevin, uh, asked as Sebastian said, I have talked to him, but I did not get any responses yet. I haven't heard. So I don't know what my status is for the game. This was on Wednesday. We're now on Thursday night. Still no answer or response as far as we know. Um, Better check your phone again. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I'm going to be checking my phone through the entire thing. Cause I asked for an update just to make sure. And I've been yeah. checking all afternoon. So, um, so that's where we are. 
So then we go through questions. Sebastian's getting asked some normal questions, that type of thing. If you go to Corner of the Galaxy on YouTube, you can watch that video. Um, it will give you all of sort of uh, most of the pertinent things that Sebastian Legette was asked about and things. Then came our very good friend, Sophie. Um, Sophie was in the uh, in the chat room with the media, just like we all were. Um, and so we were sort of waiting to get out for our turns. And Sophie got pulled up and talked. If you haven't seen this video, um, I, I hope that you can enjoy it for what it is. If you are listening to this video uh, via our podcast, it's probably worth going to watch on YouTube. Um, you'll still hear the audio, but I want you to know that at a certain point, it gets very quiet in this. Um, and the reason is that Sebastian is is clearly emotional, is over, overtaken by those emotions and can't talk. Um, he breaks down in tears. Yeah, yeah. He, he does. Um, and so uh, our Sophie uh, definitely... Uh, got to see a little bit softer side of Sebastian Jet. I want to play that video for you here today. By the way, a video that MLS did not post um, to their site, did not make available, did not allow us to use. So MLS tried to squash this. They tried to squash sort of uh, a lot of things that Sebastian Legette said in some of these things. So um, here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the uh, the stuff for you uh, now. Let's talk. Uh, let's hear a little bit from Sophie, and you'll hear Sophie's question uh, in this one uh, from Sophie and and Sebastian and their interaction. So uh, here we go. Thank you so much. Our next question will go to Sophie Nicolau. Sophie, your line is open. Thank you so much. Hey, Sebastian, how you doing? Hi, Sophie. Hi. Yeah, good. Um, we look forward to getting back to um, Dignity Health and seeing you guys up close and personal, like everyone has said. Yeah. I, just wanted to, I just wanted to ask you a couple things. First one is your personal goals for the season, maybe yeah. getting more goals. And the second is, I just wanted to also say this, and I, I, I hope it's okay, as a gay person... I, I've seen you up close and covered you for the last couple of years with LA Galaxy. You've been nothing short of super classy with the um, LGBTQ community, with the Black Lives Matter community. And I know it's not an easy time for you, but just wanted to also throw it out there that people that have covered you and seen you in presses and know you um, have, are... I just wanted to, I, it's kind of an emotional thing, but at the same time, I, there's no, a lot world, okay? Yeah. So just wanted I you really, to uh, that. I really, I really appreciate that. It has been a, it has been a rough time, you know, because. We, we know, we know that the people that know you, the Baxters, the Guestmans, the Frenches, the people that see you week in, week out, um, they know your character. And uh, and I, I've seen that too. And you were there in the in the darkest moments as a team last season, stepping up in front of the camera for a lot of different reasons. And um, I just wanted to say that I know that you weren't coming from a bad place. Yeah. Yeah, I really, no, I really, really appreciate that. Um, you know, and not, 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 not to make this about me, you know, but yeah, that just wasn't really my intention. And, you know, and, and, and now moving forward, I really do want to do my part. You know, I hate that this door has, has opened this way, but, you know, I've always wanted to, like you said, I've always wanted to be involved in, in social causes and I've always wanted to be an ally. Um, and so, you know, now I hope there's a silver lining 
and and you know and now this door is open and, and I'm more than happy to to walk through it and 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 take it on and help and help different communities you know and um and thank yeah. you for taking it on it's very very important and yeah uh, it is very yeah that's what, that's what I mean you know I know we're athletes and I'm always I'm always talking about like even off camera I'm always talking about how our platforms can you know and and this was a poor decision on my end and you know it was a moment of just just pure you know uh yeah, just just stupidity. You know what I mean? Like it just was a. It, you know, I'm a human. I'm. A, I made a mistake, and and that's kind of, you know, just simply what happened. But now I just I want to I want to rectify that. You know, and so. Uh, but yeah. All right, there we go. A little Sebastian Legette as well. So uh, an interesting, uh, poignant moment there from uh, with Sophie and uh, and uh, and Sebastian Legette. So um, again, I wanted to let you know, MLS didn't want that video to come out for whatever reason. They said it was a private moment between the two on a wide open media call, and everybody was well aware that that was a wide open media call. Um, there were probably 30, 40, 50 people on it, maybe, um, whenever it happened. So uh, we wanted to make sure that you saw that. And uh, again, you can catch more of those press conferences if you go to our YouTube channel, the whole deal. And you know, this, this, the, the bigger picture here is that Sebastian Legette is the most probably informed player the LA Galaxy have right now with his U.S. men's national team stints um, and being called up to all the camps and playing in the international friendlies, um, all those things. And so he's a super huge, important part of this LA Galaxy team, Larry. And so when we look at, you know, what we see from um, Sebastian Legette, when we look at what we're going to see from some of these players, uh, he needs to be on the field. And right now, MLS seems to sort of be holding that over the LA Galaxy and lording that over the LA Galaxy. Not only do they not know, perceivably, whether or not Sebastian Legette will be there, but they don't even know if he'll be there for um, a little bit of a, you know, we don't know if he's going to be there for the next two or three games, right? So all the way through the Seattle game up in Seattle, the first three games. Um, so that's a, that would be a huge blow to the LA Galaxy who really need guys who are in form and Sebastian Legette is needed on the field. Um, and so if he's not able to go, which I would expect right now, he's not going to play. Uh, that's a, that's a blow to the LA Galaxy's chances in Miami. There's, there's no doubt. Uh, just one, one last impression about that, about that clip with the, with with Legette. it's so nice to see the human side of so many of these prominent athletes. I mean, having covered athletes most of my life, uh, you very rarely get to see glimpses like that. Uh, it was just refreshing to see. It was really kind of you know, I mean, you can't help but get get a little choked up with what he was going through. But you're right about his presence on the field is needed for the Galaxy, especially for a team that's rebuilding, trying to rebound from from what was pretty much a lost season. Um, again, I think we both agree he is going to get some kind of suspension. Is it is it warranted? I don't think so. Uh, but if you go by the past actions of this league as far as um, punishing players for using abusive language or homo homophobic slurs, it's going to be three games, even though I think that's way too much. Uh, I, would, I would hope it's no more than one game and a fine, if that. But again, just like you mentioned, he is needed on he is needed on the field. He is a very important player. Yeah, yeah, he absolutely is. Uh, John gave us uh, five dollars and says, "Talk about soccer, please." The cool thing about this the super chat thing, Larry, is that I always promised I'd change the subject. Are we talking about soccer? Yeah, I, 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 soccer I, I, I always promised I'd change the subject whenever they would, you know, donate yeah. money that type of things. Uh, five dollars isn't enough to be producer of the show, however. So I will I will talk about yeah. what what I want. We aren't and, talking and to, we aren't 
No, apparently we're, we're not. not. About, uh, uh, yeah. Not, I don't think we're talking about physics or anything like that. It is soccer. So. A, a little architecto yeah. verbal as well. Uh, also in the chat room gave us $5 for the super chat as well. So we appreciate that as well. Um, so, you know, we're, we're going into this this game. We we know that there are important players. We know Chicharito is an important player. We know Sebastian Legette is an important player. But I mean, you know, Kevin Cabral could end up being a very important player to this um, to this, you know, uh, season as well. So we don't know how all these are going to fit, but you know, you and I were talking and you, and you're saying, you know, name the one player you think is critical to the galaxy's success this season. Who is the one player in the chat room search certainly can, uh, can go ahead and, and chat, sure. chat in on this as well. Um, you know, who is that one person? And, you know, I, I think, I think there's obvious answers. I think maybe there's more, more hidden answers as well. Um, so, you know, that's, that's where we're going, you know, with this, what, what do you think if, whenever you, that comes to your mind, Larry, what's the first player that sort of pops into your mind? Well, the first player that pops into my mind has to be Chicharito Javier Hernandez, especially due to the fact that their leading scorer from last year, Christian Pavone is still in Argentina fighting rape charges, and we do not know what's going to happen with that case, if he's going to be made available, if he's going to be able to return to the United States. Uh, when your leading scorer is in limbo, somebody has to take up the slack, and Chicharito is the obvious choice. Although, again, as I said last, a few minutes ago, another two-goal, zero-assist season yeah. is simply unacceptable. And I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I mean, I remember Kevin wrote a story about him his offseason training and uh, he seems like he's definitely committed to putting last year behind him. He's lost weight. He looks good right. in the preseason. Um, I think my choice, the one player critical to the team's success would be Chicharito. I almost went with Jonathan Bond. He seems like mm. he's going to be a rock, a rock of Gibraltar at, at goalie, but I had to go with Chicharito. Oh, I mean, there's so many. It, I mean, it, let me tell you all the things that go through my head. And by the way, uh, you know, the chat room in on on Chicharito, uh, in on Jonathan Dos Santos, who I was going to talk about here a little bit as well. Sure. Um, I think there are a bunch of good answers, um, and I think Jonathan Dos Santos is a really important one. One of the reasons that he could be the correct answer here, Larry, is because there's not a lot of people who are going to back him up in that position. They're expecting him to play this year. They're expecting him to be healthy. Yes, they have a lot of central midfielders, but nobody really does all the skill sets that are that are on the field. Nobody does what he does, which is able to go both ways on the ball, right? Be that right. defensive stopper, be that offensive starter. Um, Victor Vasquez can play box to box, but he's more of an offensive threat. Sebastian Legette is more of an offensive threat. Sa Sasha Kleshin, a little bit more offensive than he is defensive and probably doesn't have the legs to be defensive all the time um, there and then you get into the young guys and you can't compare any of the young guys to what Jonathan oh. Dos Santos does so and, you know and we said this whenever Zlatan was around too right as Jonathan Dos Santos plays the LA Galaxy plays so um, there's a chance that you know you could see Jonathan Dos Santos again be sort of the linchpin in all this of holding everything together and being that pivot point but can he stay healthy? That is great, the question. Great question. You know, I would also say that if you're looking at somebody like Kevin Cabral, a young designated player who's going to be playing outside in the wing, there isn't a ton of backup for him. Um, yeah. So if he falls flat, Larry, the LA Galaxy not only spent, you know, five or six million dollars on a transfer fee to bring him in, made him a young designated player player with a salary that could approach in the one point five million dollar ranges. So around what uh, Christian Pavone was being paid as well. And again, that's a rumor right around that. But let's let's see if it pans out whenever we get salary releases. Um, 
whenever you look at this, the, the wingers have to be good. And Kevin Cabral is going to be one of the most important. Grand Sierra over on the other side as well. He has to be good. Um, so, you know, it's funny. When you look at this Galaxy team, I think Greg Vanny has done a good job in bringing in depth and bringing in pieces that have have extended the LA Galaxy a little bit from, hey, whenever you go, go down a man, the next guy isn't going to be this huge drop-off. But at the same time, there's several places on this roster that are so super thin that you're relying on the guys who are out there to stay healthy and be on the field. The only, the only problem I have with Vanny and what he's done in preseason, and it's not his fault, is this is an incomplete team. Right. Um, he's still getting a lot of pieces in, a lot of players in, and there's still more to come probably in the summer transfer window. And you really don't like to go into a regular season with the team in flux like this. Yeah. But he doesn't have any choice. No, no, he doesn't have any choice. He was put in this position. You know, it's funny yeah. because he's going to go up against a Miami team that's not ready to play either. Um, right. and, but at the same time, um, this galaxy team probably is more ready to play than Miami. So, you know, we, we sort of go back and forth on this of, of how these things, um, are going to play out and how they're going to go. Um, and I think it's just, it's, it's again, it's, it's, it's going to depend on a lot of things. You know, people say, you know, is Miami a must win? Of course not, because it's the first game of the year. But at the same time, if the Galaxy can win in Miami, can win that first game, can get over the hump. Um, and by the way, Sebastian Legette could be missing. Uh, Julian Araujo is suspended for this game because of picking up a red card in the last game of last year, right? I think it was against Vancouver and Portland, uh, if I remember so. as well. So he's suspended. So you're not going to have him. So you have a right back issue, right? O'Neal Fisher, is he ready to go? Well, we only saw about 45 minutes from him as well. So there's... He's a veteran presence, though. Yeah, and, and he, he could be. So, um, you know, there's, there's problems here for this game in Miami, but when you look across the sideline of what they're going to face, maybe there's not as big a problems um, as there were. I, you know, one of the things I forgot to put in the rundown, Larry, and I, you talked about it being incomplete. I wanted to give everybody sort of the update on what we have with, uh, with Siga Kulabale, right? This is the, this is How the, do you pronounce that name again? I think it's Siga, right? Not Sega. <laughs> everybody, not wa Sega. everybody wants it to be Sega. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Sega, but I like hope that. his middle name isn't PlayStation. <laughs> I think he would be more popular if it was Larry. So I, I don't think he, he would hope that. Um, but he's a 24 year old uh, center back from France's league two. Um, so league, league do again, um, league, league do. Yep. From, from, from AS Nancy, as, as I like to say, I try to say that with the, as Nancy, much of it. Yeah. Nancy. Uh, no, Nancy, definitely. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I can tell you one thing is that we sort of broke the news in terms of the LA Galaxy's interest. It came from um, from Europe, and I was able to confirm uh, with an LA Galaxy source that the Galaxy are interested, that a lot of it is done, that details were being worked out, that they want him now, and now is like May, the middle of May, end of May, because the League Two season ends in May. Um, and so they're going after a center back. Again, we talk about depth. Um, that's also going to light a fire under there's some center backs there who think that that's their job right now. And particularly Daniel Starris think that's his job. Um, and he's going to have to fight for it if they're going to go out and get a 24 year old from, from, uh, from France. Um, and that would make three French players. The LA galaxy have signed, um, this year. So, uh, you know, the French connection for for sure. Uh, it was really interesting too. I know people take Sacre bleu. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Um, uh, it was been really interesting because Sasha Kleshin was spotted speaking French to Grand Sieur, um during training as well. And you're like, yo, yeah, he played in Belgium where they speak French and I think Dutch and a whole bunch of other things. There's like three three languages in that uh, in that particular country. So um, 
you know, it's just it's just this this melting together. I think Greg Vanny has done a good job in terms of you hear everybody talking about how this team is together, Larry. You hear about how they're all on the same page, how they're holding each other accountable. The culture shift is palpable. You can feel it. Um, but again, incomplete. I wonder how happy he is to have Victor Vasquez at his disposal again. I mean, and on his team again. I, I think he really is thankful to have him back. Yeah, it seems that way. Um, it, it seems that way from all some, somebody he could really depend on. Well, we get to, you know, a little bit further into this, Larry. And as we're just, you know, a little, a couple hours away, really from Friday now, um, we're sitting in the roster compliance date as well. That's important for Miami. Um, yep. it's also important for the LA galaxy though. Uh, we talked about, you know, Koulibaly possibly coming in. That would make an awful lot of center backs whenever you look at the roster, right? And and we've gone over this roster before. We've looked at the center backs before, but um, Fakranis is a center back. Neal is a center back. Steris is a center back. Williams is a center back. People Gonzalez is a center back. Uh, the LA Galaxy are not short for center backs. Uh, Somebody's going to have to go, obvious. Multiple people. And this this roster yeah. compliance date is going to move some of those because the LA Galaxy want to do season-long loans for some of these guys. I would imagine that for Kranos gets a season-long loan, the Galaxy too, right? And he gets loaned down. Jalen Neal sure. has been absolutely wonderful in this preseason, Larry. But because I think he's 17 years old right now, he's probably not ready for the, for to, to play in Major League Soccer. So they may loan him Galaxy down. Galaxy 2. Yeah, sure. down, down to Galaxy 2. So these are the decisions that are going to have to be made. And one of the big thing is as well is that when you look at the um, the, the center backs and all that is and, and the right backs and everybody else. But there's also a guy who possibly could be coming up in a position of need for the LA Galaxy. And that's Augustine Williams, Augie Williams from G2. We have been told he is on the bubble. I asked again today if they've made a decision. It seems like it's a possibility that Augie Williams will be on the senior team this year, but that decision has not been made, or at least it has not been communicated across yet. Uh, we will find out tomorrow because the LA Galaxy have to sort of be in their roster compliance. Now, they still may be compliant in a lot of these ways. Um, even if they let it go. So they're not in a Miami situation where they have four DPs or whenever the LA Galaxy had four DPs and they had to make a you know a decision because you can't have more than three DPs um, after the roster compliance date. Uh, there may be, still be some time to make these moves, but I would expect that we see some of these moves uh, on Friday or on Monday or Tuesday. Now, I know in the National Football League, there's an old saying that you can, that you can never have enough good cornerbacks. You think you kind of get the sense in Major League Soccer you can never have enough good center backs? He, I mean, I'm, it sure seems that way, especially on this team. Yeah, it, it was it was super interesting um, just in terms of I didn't think the LA Galaxy needed another center back. Um, I still believe that Daniel Stairs has been one of the most consistent defenders on the LA Galaxy and that with paired with the right person that he will do fine. Uh, people, I want to see Derek Williams. I want to see him. I mean, absolutely. My gosh. Uh, people Gonzalez, is. it looks like he's back to training with the team. We saw some video of him, so he's at least coming out there, but we don't expect him to stay past this summer right um so you know this is these are the types of things that we have to keep um you know sort of that that stuff in our mind there are people who are going to move so there will be some spots open um and if they do sign I, I, now I, I moved it. Uh, Sega. If they sign Sega, um, mm -hmm. then, you know, it looks like right now they're out of international slots. That doesn't mean they can't move people down to get another international slot. doesn't mean they can't go out and buy some. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's somebody's going to move. 
uh, and somebody's not going to have a starting position. And Dan Starrs is clearly in the sights if uh, if Siga comes in, who is a yeah. right-footed center back who plays the right center back position. That's Dan Starrs' uh, spot right now. Yeah. And, I mean, we've talked about Dan for at least a couple of years now. I, we both agree he's very underrated, unheralded, almost underappreciated. Uh, I would hate to see him be the odd man out, but you never know. Yeah. Especially with this, especially with this, uh, this, this group of center backs that are now that are now with the team's disposal. Who knows what's going to happen? I personally hope he'll hope he'll stick around, but yeah, you never know what the what the uh, what the galaxy uh, forefathers are thinking. I don't know. Hey, Cameron hit us up with the super chat for five dollars. Uh, he says, uh, you know, thanks for everything. Uh, here's some money to help with Larry's retirement fund. Larry's not getting any of this money. I don't know why you guys would think that. Uh, who, and Cameron asks, uh, who would be in your expected lineup for the game against Miami? Let's get to that app whenever we talk about Miami. So, Cam, sure. I didn't miss you. I saw it. Just remind me that we have to answer uh, Cam's question. Um, but if you want to if you want to contribute to my retirement fund, that's fine, Cameron. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure you're you would you would very much um, love to uh, love to have um, have uh, have a retirement fund come out of this uh, for you. I'm sure that would work. <laughs> so um, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's you Ab- know, absolutely. It's always fun. Um, so anyway, so that's sort of where we sit with the uh, with the L.A. Galaxy, their transfer rumors and the the sort of the lead up to this roster compliance date. And um, I should point out that the that the roster compliance date, and as I sort of filter through um, a bunch of my different slides that I have here that all look the same, uh, the roster compliance date is April 16th, or if you're playing games on Friday, it was actually today, Thursday, April 15th, for those clubs that are playing tomorrow night, two games tomorrow night on Friday. Uh, the roster freeze date is September 15th, 2021, um, at which times clubs must submit their final 30-man roster. That's the roster freeze date, different from the roster compliance date, okay? Uh, and again, just a reminder, primary transfer window is open open until June 1st, um, and then it will open again. The secondary transfer window opens on July 7th, so just a little over 30, 37 days or so um, for... Uh, for the ability to go in there and uh, and and put in some extra guys um, on that. So when we're talking about summer arrivals, Larry, or guys who are coming in in the summer, understand that there's like a 37-day window where you can't bring somebody in. So it's really only like a month and a couple days where you're not going to be able to bring someone in. I'm glad you know all this stuff because I certainly don't. There's so many rules and regulations. Just It just drives, it drives me crazy sometimes. And let's... Uh, and let's don't talk about the uh, the young DP stuff again. I mean, I don't want. I mean, thankfully, there there was not a pop quiz after after you went through that. Uh, yeah. Enough of that. No more. By the way, those U twenty two rules came out. Um, they they were officially released. I'm saving that from another um for another show because there's just some little details that we didn't know that now we know that are are a little more interesting. So eventually please you Please don't ask you please don't ask me to be on that night, please. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, I'll put everybody to sleep whenever that happens again. So <laughs> um no, that's sort of that's sort of where we stand. Now, we again, we're getting close to um you know, the first game of the season. We're sort of, you know, in that area of, you know, it's time to start talking about this game. It's a reminder the LA Galaxy will travel on Friday. Um sometime tomorrow, uh the LA Galaxy will leave to Miami. They'll leave to Miami and uh, they are staying an extra day, right? This is normally we're talking about traveling the day of because of the COVID requirements require a lot of travel, Larry, to happen the day of the game. So, you know, if you're going to be playing in San Jose, you're going to leave that morning. You'll play that night. You'll get back on the plane later that night and fly back home. You'll arrive late at time. All charters 
Um, it's all charters right now, and it will remain all charters for the foreseeable future um, this year, as long as COVID is still out there with the COVID protocol. So the Galaxy get on the plane on Friday. Uh, they will spend Saturday there with a little bit of training in Fort Lauderdale, um, and then they will go ahead and play the game 12 p.m. Pacific time at Drive Pink Stadium there in Fort Lauderdale. I know that there are some Galaxy fans who are traveling out to that. I know that uh, Miami made, I think, up to 100 tickets available for traveling fans uh, to go there. So go, be safe, enjoy. Uh, enjoy soccer being back. So that'll be a fun part of all of that. But Larry, in order to help everybody, and uh, and certainly we wanted to make sure that we had a dramatic game preview. Um, so we have a dramatic game preview now. And uh, I, I think if I can if I can press all the right buttons, we're going to bring Eric into this uh, particular chat. Eric, can you can you hear me, Eric? Can you can you see me? Can you see, just just uh, okay? I'll, uh, yeah, I'm I'm talking to Eric on the other side here. Okay, we're we're going to get you through. So uh, without much further ado, I think Eric is ready for his dramatic game preview. Eric, take it away, buddy. Thank you, Josh, and thank you to our wonderful co-host, uh, insert co-host name, Larry, Sophie, and then I'm sure the crack team at COG Studios could edit that together, make it look like I uh, greeted them appropriately. So yeah, the hammer is back, and we're ready for another LA Galaxy dramatic game day preview, and I'm very excited to bring this to you because we've waited a long time for this. So without further ado, here we go. This Sunday, after 161 days without a competitive match, your LA Galaxy will return to regular season MLS action. The Galaxy will kick things off in style as they travel to party in the city where the heat is on all night on the beach till the break of dawn. Welcome to Miami, bienvenidos a Miami. Hope springs eternal this MLS season as the Galaxy are looking to build a foundation for a better future with their new boss, Greg Vanny. And Vanny knows that in this league, you've got to get the wins. Because first you get the wins, then you climb the power rankings, and then you get the trophies. And while Miami is known for Mr. Worldwide, aka Mr. 305, the Galaxy have a pit bull of their own. And he comes in the form of Jonathan Dos Santos. And when he's patrolling the midfield, it's going down. He's yelling, Timber, you better move. And lastly, we await the redemption season of our target striker and marquee signing Chicharito. He has come into the season looking a little less like Tubbs and a little more like Crockett. And we will see if he can feel it coming in the air tonight as he puts the ball in the back of the net. So let's get hyped. MLS is back and our season starts with the Galaxy looking to bend and break David Beckham's Inter-Miami at 12 p.m. Pacific time on ABC. Dale! All right, there we go. A little, a little hammer, uh, hammer, hammer preview. He All really right. gets into it, doesn't he? He, he? I don't. I think he has nothing better to do. Sometimes uh, I'll be <laughs> honest with you. No, um, I'm glad we could connect live with Hammer there, so that way we could bring him into the show and all live, Nicely all live. That wasn't taped at all. Yeah. Um, so glad we're we're glad we could we could help him out a little bit there. Um, Eric will return, I believe, next week uh, whenever he's back in the studio, so he'll be able to help us uh, get ready for the next game, the home opener. Um, maybe we'll get another uh, awesome game preview from him as well. So um, that's where we sit right now um, with. 
uh, with your your dramatic game preview, the LA Galaxy taking on Inter Miami CF, David Beckham's team, Larry. Um, it is a 12 p.m. kickoff time, uh, noon kickoff time here, a 3 p.m. kickoff time on ABC. You don't need to have cable for this one. Uh, you can watch it nationally televised. Uh, both teams, by the way, uh, are 0-0-0 to start the season. Uh, this is their first ever meeting. But Larry, I know you were digging into the LA Galaxy, starting on the road, some different stats that they have and stuff like that. So where where do you put this uh, this LA Galaxy team in terms of uh, season openers on the road? That's right. I uh, I contacted our uh, our huge um, COG research staff, me. Yes. And I uh, tracked down how the Galaxy has fared on season opening games on the road and. They haven't done very well. They played. This will mark their their seventh game starting on the road, and in the previous six matches, their record is one, two, and three. They have been outscored nine to three. Um, their lone win in that stretch was in 2011 at Seattle, a one nothing victory. Now in their in their opening game, season opening games overall, home and on the road. It's much better. They're 13, 8, and 4. Okay. And they have outscored the opposition 39 to 36. All but right. As far as, as far as far as starting on, on, on the road, not exactly the place to be. Well, I mean, and, you know, it's always tough to start on the road. We know that. Yeah. Um, it's always tough to play on the road. The fact that they're going on the East Coast, the only thing that helps them really here is that Miami seems to have been a small dumpster fire, maybe a large dumpster, dumpster fire this a preseason. A large dumpster, dumpster fire. That Larry, they have four DPs, of which it looks like they're going to have. Are you sure have... it's only four? It's only four. I thought it was like eight or it, something it, like that. It, and it, and they're, they're, they're trying to stash a bunch of them, you know. Yeah, they're, they're under stuff. investigation for sure yeah. about what they did last year. So that's, that's one part of this. Um, the second part of this was... Uh, that they are, uh, they didn't get to play any preseason games. They have played zero preseason games, Larry, because of COVID-19. They had to cancel all of them, and then some of the ones they rescheduled got bumped because people were in the CCL and couldn't play and do the whole thing. So they have had zero, zero games uh, to play this that so does far not this preseason. Well for them. That does not. <laughs> uh, Phil Neville, who is a first-time MLS coach, yeah. got brought over by David Beckham. Uh, Phil Neville is out there, and he has said uh, absolutely 100%. He says, Phil Neville, um, this was uh, from, from Franco uh, Paniso on Twitter. He says, uh, Phil Neville says Inter-Miami players will not be at 100% fitness for the season opener due to the lack of preseason matches versus the opponents. He adds, there will be planned substitutions made from halftime on to combat inevitable fatigue and tired legs. They already know who they're going to sub and they haven't even started the game yet. That is a bonus for the LA Galaxy who probably also have a couple of those in there as well um, that now, they know. Yes. You have to wonder when you hear stuff like that, whether whether they're setting the Galaxy up for an upset. I mean, you always hate to have an opposing team, uh, you know, downplay themselves, come up with all these excuses. You never like to play a team that does that because inevitably they're going to knock you off. You just have you just have to wonder: Are they playing games? It certainly doesn't seem like that. Certainly, I mean, it certainly seems they are in in tough straits. But you always have to be wary of facing a team like this, which has everything stacked against them. Does does uh, yes, obviously, back up against the wall. People don't think they're going to be yeah. able to play. Uh, Pellegrini yeah. probably not on their team. Probably going to Montreal before the roster uh, compliance deadline here. So they're basically getting that deal done tonight, and away he goes. Um, 
yeah, so, you know, Cam asked earlier what the starting lineup should be or what I think it is. I think, we, listen, let's go over some of the easy ones that we are pretty sure are going to start. Jonathan Bond is going to be the number one. Definitely. He's the number one goalkeeper. He's going to start. Okay, so that one's a lock. That's easy. Yeah. At left back, I think that one's easy. It's it's Jorge Villafania. He's going to start left back. Your center back pairing is going to be interesting because you don't have a bunch of healthy center backs right now. Uh, really, you're no. limited. Uh, while we saw Jalen Neal pair with... Uh, Dan Starrs through most of the preseason. We've now seen Nick DePew in the last game pair with Dan Starrs. And I would imagine for this game that Nick DePew and Dan Starrs will be starting next to each other. I agree. Okay. I agree. Right back is more difficult now, certainly because Julian Araujo is suspended for the game. So no Julian Araujo. Uh, then you go over to the right back side. Uh, it's O'Neill Fisher, but he's not hundred percent fit. And we know that he went about a little bit, I, I think a little shy of 40 minutes in the last game. So I think that I think if, if Fisher does start, I think Vanny would love to get at least sixty minutes out of him, at least sixty. Yeah, maybe, maybe seventy-five, maybe there, but that's pushing it. Right, I, but I you're mean, right. He isn't totally fit. You're he's right. he's not totally. So if you're talking about planned substitutions, that could be a planned substitution, right? And Danilo Acosta could possibly come in. I know he's been training, back training, and, and looks okay. Um, you could put some other players on that right back, but all of a sudden with Rajo out, you're 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 thin on right back, which you know yeah. it was. Again, Jalen, I think Jalen Neal was playing a little right back as well. So maybe uh, maybe the Galaxy are looking at that as a possibility as well. If Neal isn't down with G2, maybe Jalen Neal comes up and plays right back. Maybe he's in a better starting position than um, than others. But the defense isn't where you'd like it to be with Julian Araujo not playing. Um, then you go into the center and it's got to be Jonathan Dos Santos. And in my mind, it's got to be Victor Vasquez. And people were talking about how he was, you know, well, Victor Vasquez has been playing limited minutes. Victor Vasquez is going to play limited minutes. Um, but if he, he's looked great in those limited minutes. Yeah. So if Against you also Lake, he was tremendous. So, so maybe, you know, 65, 70 minutes for Victor Vasquez yeah. is probably topping it out. And then you really have yeah. to find 20 minutes. You have 20 minutes in Sasha question. That's not a hard sub for me. That's something that makes sense. The outside. Wing, yeah. It's Jonathan Dos Santos, Victor Vasquez. Uh, if Sebastian Legette is there, then Sebastian Legette plays in the center. If not, perhaps they bring in Efrain Alvarez. Um, but that also opens up the left wing to a question mark. Um, so we're we're dealing with that. Adam Saldana has played really well in the preseason as well. Could you possibly see him in the center? That might also be there. Chicharito's up top. We can fill that one in. Uh, yeah. The right wing should be Grancieux. Um, so he should play over there. The center of the field is the question mark with Sebastian Legette. Um, so... Uh, for me, hopefully that and hopefully that question will be answered tomorrow morning before they before they get on the flight to Miami. Yeah, absolutely. And by, and by the way, a little super chat from Pat, who was trying to figure out how uh, Patrick, uh, who was trying to figure out how super chats work, and so he gave us five dollars to figure it out. So thank you, Patrick. We appreciate that. Well, uh, don't tell him because then he'll contribute five dollars more hey, and more until you do give him the answer. Hey, hey Patrick, it didn't work. You got to try to do it again. That's, I'm right. just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't want to take his money. Like, That's for that $10, one. Patrick. That's $10. Yeah, yeah, you have to put $10 in in order for us to, to do that. Um, so anyway, so, I mean, that's sort of where you sit with the lineup. I think that there's some big question marks, Sebastian Legette. I think Araujo makes your your roster a little less thin, but as we've seen, Greg Vanny has depth. He has built it into some of these places. He has the depth to be able to play at right back, and, and O'Neal Fisher seemed like he was in, in perfect um, playing shape for the 40 minutes that he played in and was, you know, a good, talented veteran. So, um, I, you know, not seeing anything from Miami in the early preseason is, a, is a, I think, a negative for the LA Galaxy, Larry. They don't know sort of how to prepare. They can go back and look last year, but there have been some additions. Um, and so, 
you know, there's going to be substitutions from both teams in this game. It's probably going to be warm because it's in in Fort Lauderdale um, at this time of year. It's starting to get warm. Uh, the LA Galaxy were just training in Arizona, so hopefully that helped them. But um, ultimately, I see this as a game the LA Galaxy can win, Larry, re- kind of regardless if Julian Araujo and Sebastian Legette aren't there. I can see the Galaxy winning three to one. Wow. Um, wow. Bold prediction out of the gate. Just give a yeah. score so that way you're guaranteed to be wrong. I mean, you never like to face a team with so many unknowns, which inter, 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 inter Miami CF has. But it, so in this case, the Galaxy, I'm sure Vanny is telling he and his staff, let's just worry about ourselves. Let's just worry about what we do, not what the other team can do simply because we don't know. So just worry about ourselves and we should be all right. Yeah, um, I think that they're looking forward to starting to have games that count. And this is the perfect opportunity for that to happen, Larry. So um, they, listen, Vanny was was quoted after the uh, after the last preseason game. He said, you know, if they want to give us more time, we'll take it. But it doesn't seem like they're <laughs> going to. So we're going to play, you know, on Sunday. And that's a little paraphrase yeah. there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we don't let's be clear. Miami may not have played any preseason games and the L.A. Galaxy may have played like six or seven. Right. I still can't tell you I know what this LA Galaxy team looks like. I can tell you in the bits and the little fits and starts we've seen, Larry, I've been pleasantly surprised by a lot of play, by the organization, by the understanding of the overall team to the, you know, the style of play in which Greg Vanny is trying to implement. I can see, I think all those are positives, but I don't know what happens when they come up against a team who really wants to like, you know, knock their head off. Uh, I think we saw more what the Galaxy is capable of with their last preseason game, the one nothing win over Real Salt Lake, which had been playing very well in that Tucson Cup. So I think they gave a, a more, a clearer indication of just what the, this Galaxy team can do, despite the fact they're still missing several pieces. Yeah, they're they're missing pieces, and and Kevin Cabral not in the not in the country right. yet. Um, looks like they're still going after another center back, so so that could possibly happen as well. So they're still going to be adding pieces, and the window doesn't close for quite some time. So there's still yeah. um, some time to get all of this stuff in uh, for uh, for the LA Galaxy. But this, you know, I think if you're looking at if the Galaxy are playing any other team right now in in MLS, you sort of have to sit there and say, well, the other team probably has the advantage. But with the way that Miami hasn't played any game minutes. Yeah. Um, that's going to hurt them. That that's yes. ab- that's absolutely going to hurt them. And so you'd yeah. hope that the Galaxy can take advantage of that. And that's sort of yep. where we where we sit. That so all right. Well, I mean, I, I can't wait for the weekend. I can't wait for the game. It's about time we start playing games that matter. <laughs> I was going to say not only that, but games that so far, even the preseason games. And yes, I roll my eyes whenever they make you know eleven substitutions in the second half, and I have to sit there and go, okay, I'm not keeping track of all those. I don't care. Uh, I'll just look for for highlights from the second team whenever it comes on. As much as we say that. Um, the LA Galaxy have been playing, I mean, I hesitate to say it, but they've been playing attractive soccer in the preseason so far. The passing, the movement, you've seen it. It may not be all the time, uh, yeah. but they controlled the game against Real Salt Lake. They say they want yeah. the ball. They say they want to control the ball, and they did. They went out against an RSL team that isn't playing this weekend, so um, had every chance to go as hard as they wanted, uh, really, in that game because it was one of their last preseason games to go. Um, and when you look at that, 
you have to say that the LA Galaxy have been have had a quote unquote successful preseason. There's just a whole bunch of caveats in there. There is unknowns out the wazoo, Larry. I have no idea how good Kevin Cabral is going to be. I have no idea. He's, he, he's like an unknown entity. He really is. I have no idea how good, you know, Grant Sierra is going to be, although he yeah. looks good in 25 minutes that I saw him play. I don't we know. Saw, yeah, we saw a, a brief glimpse. He was, yeah, it's, it's okay, but it's hard. Like I said, only 20, 25 minutes, hard to tell what he's going to do. So again, it's a work in progress. Um, it's, it, again, it's just, it's a lot to take in for, for this LA Galaxy team to understand there are so many unknowns. I, I don't know what they're going to look like whenever they come out against Miami. Not only that, but they're playing probably shorthanded with guys who, you know, we didn't expect we're really going to have to start. So, uh, as was the case mostly in the preseason, Larry, it's unlikely we'll see a full starting 11 for this LA Galaxy team, at least the, the best, right? Whenever you put all the players on the field that Greg Vanny wants on the field, we have not seen that really once this year so far. Yeah, I think I texted you a, a, a little while ago, maybe a few days ago. I, I, I remember in 2009 when the Galaxy brought in Donovan Ricketts to, to, you know, to be their new goaltender, and I, I wrote, I said, if Ricketts is good, the Galaxy could be very good. I think I feel the same way about Jonathan Bond. If Jonathan Bond is good, I think the Galaxy can be very good. A lot of fun. Again, the LA Galaxy playing against Inter-Miami CF. This is David Beckham's team. Obviously, the David Beckham angle is not being underplayed. It is certainly being overplayed. Um, But David Beckham's team versus the team David Beckham won two MLS Cups with in 2011 and 2012. Um, This is David Beckham's, you know, last year was sort of a, I would call a false start for for Inter-Miami. Um, they had a chance to make the playoffs in a playoff game. They didn't make it. Um, they've gone through and they revamped things. They've revamped coaches. They've revamped, uh, I think, uh, the general managers in, in there as well. So they've done a lot of revamping. This is the start that they want at their stadium. Um, and they wanted to have this game from, from the LA Galaxy. You know, speaking of Beckerman, when he won the Cups in 2011 and 2012, remember how much fun... It was watching those two teams play. Uh, some I mean, of those are those are outstanding teams. Particularly 2011, Todd Donovan said that was the best team he's ever played on. But that those two teams, those two seasons were so much fun to watch. Uh, Beckham was at his best. I mean, it was. Uh, it was great. It, it was, really was. It was a lot of fun. Uh, make sure that you uh, you find out if your viewing parties are uh, are socially distanced or not. If you're going out there, uh, be safe, everybody. Certainly, uh, on the next show, I w- did plan on talking about sort of the the different things that are going to happen at Dignity Health Sports Park in terms of what you're allowed to bring, what you're not allowed to bring. Um, I think I'm going to save it for Monday's show, so that way you can sort of get it the week of the home opener, and so that way that's sort of more clear. I'll just I'll just the spoiler alert on it is that there's no tailgating allowed. Um, that was confirmed. I've sort of been, I've been asked that question a lot. And so I just want to remind everybody that, that that's going to be in, in, you know, enforced. Um, so we can talk about a whole bunch of those other things on Monday's show and also get you a, a recap on a game. Look at that. Not only do we get to preview a game on this show, but on Monday I get to recap a game. I mean, it Corner doesn't of the galaxy from the box. That's right. Absolutely. From the press box, by the way, if everybody yeah. didn't get that, you know, that joke, that little double entendre that we have there from the box, come on. That was they it's it, it absolutely works. It's genius. Yeah. Um and I'm glad that I could share that with everybody. All right. Um I think we're done, Larry. Anything else that you want to talk about tonight before we uh we get on out of here? No, sir. Just can't wait for the can't wait for the match on Sunday. It'll be it'll be nice to uh 
to have a game that we could watch on television. Absolutely. And, <laughs> and, uh, and, and not to having to search for it on some Spectrum uh, channel 8,440. Yeah. It'll be nice to watch on national TV. It is absolutely going to be nice to watch on national TV. All right. So again, uh, 12 p.m. kickoff uh, against Enter Miami. Uh, it's on ABC, so nationally televised. Make sure you check it out. All right. Uh, if you're looking for Mr. Larry Morgan on Twitter, he's not there. Don't find him there. He's not. Gonna, he nope. stalks Twitter though, so don't let him lie to you. He's he sees Twitter. He's just not on Twitter. All right. So he's there. Uh, Mr. Larry Morgan can always be found, of course, on the website as well, cornerofthegalaxy.com. He has two articles up there right now. I'm sure he will have an article from this weekend as well. All right. If you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at jgesman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N, and of course, at Galaxy Podcast. Head on over, cornerofthegalaxy.com. Videos are up. Our YouTube's channel, channel is there. Make sure you subscribe to that. Make sure you're subscribed to your podcast. Make sure you go to cornerofthegalaxy.com every single day to check on the latest Galaxy news we have you covered. All right. For Mr. Larry Morgan, not on Twitter, I'm Josh Pato Gessman, and you've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a great one, everybody. Good luck this weekend if you're traveling. See ya. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast, and be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. Fans, we thank you for listening, and we ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.